Synthaholics. Welcome to Synthaholics. Thank you so much for downloading this episode. Today you have myself, Aaron O'Brien, and David Duncan. Dave, how you doing? I don't have enough speed, Aaron. Cake <laughs> more speed. I need more speed. I gotta counteract all the anti-speed Dr. Yui gave me. Yui's just shooting everyone up. So, Dave, we are in chapter 19 and 20 of Dune. I mean, that's so. literally been his thing. Like, every single time Dr. Yui's been around, he's like, here, let me get you a sedative. Here, let, let me, me put some sedative. Something to you. Let yeah. me give some sedative in your coffee. Hmm. Uh, Paul's body feels nice and hard. Maybe I guess you should give him a sedative so I can take advantage of that later. That's right. Exactly. Well, talking about taking advantage of being drugged, we have kind of a Bill Cosby thing going on here in this chapter. So, uh, uh, sugar pudding, uh, good dip, good old pill. Yeah, Jello pudding, <laughs> Jello pudding pops. Theo. Um. So this might be a um blue episode, to say the least, and um, a gold star episode. Just to let you know. <laughs> We is yeah. We do not condone drugging or potential rape or anything of this. This is just what's written in the book, and it's creepy and weird as shit. So, but this is these are the Harkonnens. Harkonnens are evil. So let's just put that on the table here. You, you know, Frank Herbert had his fantasies. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, so yeah, chapter nineteen. Jessica. Uh, wakes up and she is bound and gagged and uh, she tries to pretend to be asleep but um, uh, she's kind of like paying attention to her surroundings and realizes that there's other things going on you know there's a movement going around in the palace and who comes into the room is the Baron Harkonnen her granddads I know you're I know you're I know you're awake <laughs> I know you're awake you're not fooling anybody Jumping on the bed five minutes ago. Yeah, I know. So, like, I know you, little girl. Mm-hmm. So, um... I'm the Baron so, Vladimir Harkonnen. Shadow the Apes, this is born again. No. Baron <laughs> uh, tells uh, tells her that the drug was timed, and Jessica then kind of puts together that was Yui's. It's like, That's you have to know my, my exact height and weight. Oh, no, my dentist knows that. <laughs> <laughs> you anti-dentic bastard! <laughs> I am an anti-dentist. Uh, I'm scared of dentists now. After uh, after reading Dune, yeah, no doubt. Um, yeah, so she, um, but they're gonna. They, she's she's bound and gag, and mostly she's gagged just because they know that she's a Bene Gesserit and that she could uh, she could use the voice them. on them. She could use the voice, and she could get people to uh, do her bidding what? with the voice. Use the Schwartz. Exactly. So the Baron then has uh, Pita come into the room, and he has been wanting Lady Jessica for some reason as her kind of his plaything. Never really understood what that was about. And they don't really elaborate on it because he dies in the next chapter. Or the chapter after. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Piter does, yes. uh, 
Piter, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, so Piter has been wanting to have Lady Jessica as his plaything, and then what the Duke does is, but you can have what's behind uh, door number one, or you could take the mystery box. He's like, <laughs> you, he's doing the, the Monty Hall. Yeah, I know. So he, he uh, the Baron uh, offers the Piter the chance to basically um, be the Duke without being yeah, the Duke. Be the, yeah, Duke by proxy, basically. You, you're not technically the Duke, but you can control everything, and you'll have all that power mm-hmm. to, you know, run uh, Kaladin and his basically his uh, what's it called, Duchy, uh, Duchy of Arrakis. So yeah, the Duchy. Yeah, so it's like Piter. So Baron Halconan is like, here. Do you want to uh, start your sex slave ring with Lady Jessica, or do you want to be the Duke and start another sex slave ring? You can have all the women you want after that. <laughs> and he like, does say that, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. He says you could, you know, you can do that. All, you have all the fun with the women all you want. So, and he says, "I'll take the duchy." So, I, it just, uh, I, I mean, it's 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 technically a smart smart move because I mean, like. If you take a Benny Jesseroma, I don't know unless she keeps her gagged the the her entire life. She's got to drink. She's got to eat sooner or later. She's got to eat. She's got to drink sooner or later. And you know, doing it, dude, he's gonna want oral. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> She'll really use the voice then. She'll really use the uh. voice. Suck your own dick, and he's like, Rah! he breaks his back <laughs> trying to suck his own dick. <laughs> there's, a, there's a horror movie I don't know which one it was but it was which I think it was Wishmaster 3 where he tells the guy to go fuck himself or I, I, the, he says I want my lawyer because he was in prison I want my lawyer who got me in this pro, in this jam to go fuck himself and it's like it's the funniest scene ever where the guy's like it, he contorts himself to fuck himself it's the most hilarious thing you've ever seen in your life it's it's a stupid movie. So it's they played it up looking. for yucks and not for something horrific because that could be done really it's horrifically. Horrific, but it's it's horrific, but it's so cheesy. It's funny because it's <laughs> oh, a cheesy just, movie, just so bad. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like showgirls. Um, yeah, it's showgirls <laughs> is probably better probably. than Wishmaster Three. Um, anyways, <laughs> so anyways, um, yeah. So so uh, so he chooses Arrakis and then. So it, the other thing that Jessica realizes during this thing, they re- realize that the Baron fears uh, the Reverend Mother that because she, she's a truth a truth sayer, so she'll know if the Baron knows what happens to her and, and the outcome of her because she knows that the, the Reverend Mother you know cherishes Jessica mm-hmm. and he doesn't want that wrath. So he, he uh, makes a choice uh, to like not be around to see what happens to Jessica. Oh yeah, it's just like so, I'm going to put her in a position where she'll die really easy, but I won't know exactly what happened to her, so I can say I don't know. Right. So, so he's like, yeah, okay. Pita decides to take uh, two these two men to get rid of uh, Jessica and Paul. So they throw Jessica in, uh, onto a cart, and Paul's with her, and Paul is bound. But he's I don't want gagged. to go in the cart. I don't want to go in the cart. You'll be stone dead in a moment. <laughs> so. He throws uh, throws her on to with him, but she realizes that he's asleep. He's not asleep. He's kind of faking it. So also, um, this is Paul's number one used trait in the entire series so far. 
Faking sleep. <laughs> Faking sleeping. Whereas Dr. Yui's number one thing is trying to make sure everyone is asleep. That's right. Uh, one of these guards uh, that she gets assigned to it is uh, deaf, too. So she just can't use the voice on him. So it won't work. So um, Can you read lips good enough for the voice to work on him, though? I don't think it's mostly a, a, a tone because she mentions because uh, later on, Paul starts talking, uh, trying to use the voice. And she says his tone. She's off. criticizing his pitch. Yeah. <laughs> Am I being pitchy? pitchy? Am I being pitchy, Mom? Pitchy. My voice hasn't broken yet. <laughs> Voice is cracking. <laughs> hey, nice ladies. Nice ladies. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we go. They get uh, put onto an uh, ornithopter and with these uh, two men uh, who are the guards for the Harkonnens or, you know, soldiers. And there's uh, Kint and uh, Zigo. right? So that's yeah. uh, Kint and Zigo, And they uh, are to fly them in the desert. So, it's also been uh, told that this is kind of like uh, suggested by the traitor, which is Yui. So um, we know that uh, Yui promised that he'd try to find a way for Paul and Jessica to survive all this. So Yui's kind of set up something so he, so these two can survive, possibly um, after the Duke has been killed and the Harkonnen's plan has been put in play. So, so Jessica is tied up with Paul and they are, she's trying to find ways to escape. And this is when one of the two men discuss trying to, the idea of raping Jessica. He's and, like, she's like, why fight over me? I'm a slut. I'm a Benny Jesuit. I can take both of you to be fine. Right. Well, and Paul threatens them. And and he said, and Jessica realizes that he's trying to use a voice, but he says that um, they he's just not doing it right. So, um, so uh, this is when uh, the, when they land, they are prepared to do uh, what they're going to do, and Paul does finally use the voice, and uh, Zigo uh, he tells Zigo to remove Jessica's gag, and once she removes the gag, then Jessica can take uh, take over with full the voice. control, right. So Zigo says, basically, with just hinting, it's like there's uh, no need to to fight over it. And then all of a sudden, just that word just makes them want to kill uh, Zigo, kill um, the other guy, uh, Kint. So he, oh. he ends up stabbed. They fight over. <laughs> just don't yeah, let so my son a- watch. Right, right. So yeah, they they do they do the they fight over it, and then he kills uh, Zigo kills uh, Kent and just stabs him, and uh, from there they she tells him to on you know to basically untie her, and this is where you know they they overtake him, and they um, basically get out of their their bonds to escape, and they realize then that there's uh, something that's hidden in the um, I think under the uh, what is it? Under the uh, one of the chairs? Yeah, there's a package, and it's got like a, a tent and some still suits and some water and some stuff so they can survive in the deep desert, Saya. Yeah, so uh, and so that's basically where it is, and they. Uh, th- but then there's another ornithopter that's coming, and they and they um, they have to start running and get away. So, and that's where we leave them for that chapter. There's another bird-looking then, thing coming after us now. There's a what is that giant bird in the sky? Uh, and then we jump uh, now over to uh, Yui, and uh, Yui's looking at <laughs> Mapes, Shadow Mapes' body. Shadow Mapes, we score again. He's like, that was the best night I ever had. 
<laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> oh God. So, um, Yui's uh, told to stand outside, and uh, he realizes this is a Sotokar uh, warrior that's there, and uh, and so then he realizes that the if the Sotokars are there, then the emperor emperor is supporting the Baron through his efforts. So to make sure everything's going. So um, it says here, a Bashir, by the looks of him, probably one of the emperor's own, sent here to keep an eye on things. No matter what the uniform, there's no disguising them. So um, they tell him to wait outside, and because uh, the duke is, they think the duke's dead. He says, just un- he's he's not dead. He's unconscious, and um, and so he because they know that. Uh, the Baron's going to come in and he's going to want to see the Duke and gloat over him, like as, as Yui said. Um, but then he um, starts looking for the ring and it's not there. And he makes up some kind of thing, like he sent it with a, a delivery of a message. And he goes, that's a weird thing to do. And he says, that's how the Duke does it. But he doesn't know that um, you, this is kind of going back before uh, Paul and Jessica have left yet, but that Yui uh, then runs out to put in uh, the ornithopter puts the signet ring in with that package with him. So so he slips the ring in that bundle that he prepared for uh, Paul and Jessica. And then he just waits to hear, uh, to talk with the Baron and, and to see what the Baron has to say to him. Uh, you get to dine out after you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we leave off. So this is a uh, quick two chapters, really. But, you know, obviously a lot happens. Uh, Paul and Jessica are now out in the open desert being chased by um, Harkonnen uh, in, in their ornithopters. And Yui is, you know... Probably going to die. In, in a hot spot. Probably going to die, you know, but he's waiting for the Baron to come talk to him. And the bear, and, and Duke Leto is drugged and waiting for, and, you know, waiting for the Baron to, uh, you know, the Baron's going to want to talk and, and see uh, Duke Leto. So. Yeah, Shad, um, I was I was kind of surprised. We got the, like, they just, they just mentioned Shadid Mapes' corpse. I'm like, ah, oh, yes. One final. Right. One final hurrah for Shadid Mapes. One more talk of shadow mave so yeah so uh that's pretty cool i mean it's um uh, we're we're really moving along here like things are going to start happening and things are start changing very quickly i mean they already have i mean obviously the harkonnens are outside their you know i mean inside their palace so it happened very, very quickly right exactly as soon as uh, dr Yui lowered the shields or whatever the the generator yeah sabotage the generator so uh any thoughts uh, about these two chapters dave on your part i've, I've read a, I've read ahead a bit and it's just it just gets crazier and crazier and crazier mm-hmm. from here on out yeah these were good um just like picking up from last time just like you know we, we had uh, the betrayal and now we're seeing the fallout of that and it's not going to work well to well for most people involved, it seems, at, at this point. Uh, what about you? Same thing. I mean, as, as finally we're seeing Yui's, and like you said, next chapter we we get the end of Yui's tale. And, 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 uh, and Doug And Doug So uh, we can finally close the book on these two, So and we can move forward uh, from their, their stories. It's going to be kind of sad to see Leto go. You know, he... He can be a little downer, but you know you could tell. Now that we man. now that we found his voice, it's so sad to see I him know. go. I know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to exactly. go either, guys. Yeah. Hey, I don't want to die. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to die. <laughs> I don't want to die. 
Yeah, these were two shorter chapters. It's so weird. Like the length of the chapters in Dune like varies so much from like one chapter to the next. Some chapters will be like five minutes to listen to. Other ones will be like an hour and a half to listen to. It's kind of kind of nuts. I know it is pretty nuts. Yeah, but it's um, sometimes it, the fast ones just kind of like wrap up what's going on as fast as you need to know what what, what happened. You know, like there's yeah. not a lot to tell. It's like next scene, next scene. But some scenes need a little bit more detail or a little more information. So oh yeah, there's a um, lot of like exposition dump in the in the the first um, Doctor Kind's uh, chapter where we got like the how the still suits worked and why they worked and how there was proper ways to wear them and improper ways to wear them and how the sand crawlers work and worm sign and mm-hmm, uh, there's mm-hmm. a lot of like just like building blocks you had to get for to kind of move on and, and now things are definitely moving way faster than they've been up to this point so it's exciting and I've like gotten the next couple of Dune books I'm ready to go I'm excited to hear what happens next because <laughs> watching my little YouTube snippets of what comes in the future it just it just like it doesn't even make any sense I'm like how, how does we how do we get from here how do we to get that? from here to there yeah I'm yeah, just yeah, I'm yeah. so curious so I'm just uh, I'm I'm excited to explore more into Dune and I don't know why I never checked it out before I don't know if the movies just weren't good enough for me to want to like dive into it more or well, the movies were. Ob- I mean, Lynch's movies was obviously dated, anyways. By the time you probably got to them, and it's not a very good movie. I mean, it looks cool, but that's about it. And uh, yeah, I mean, you watched the sci-fi. Did you watch all of it or just some of it? Oh, I watched all of it and Children of Dune. I, I saw it all. Yeah. So I, I read this book and Children of Dune, and Children of Dune's uh, interesting too. But it kind of moves forward in time, and you know, you have Jess, um, not Jessica, Paul. And his uh, sister Aaliyah, and it, it's it's there's some there's some interesting things that happen there, you know, as well. But it's it's um, it's kind of like just moving the plot forward. And um, oh yeah, and like, like we kind of discussed last week, how this is so somewhat doing is somewhat like the foundation where it covers a large span of time, especially. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Frank Herbert's son and Kevin J. Anderson, they start, like, doing, like, this, the prequel stuff, like, hundreds and thousands of years before, like, the, I think they cover, like, the robot wars and why they don't use robots and computers anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. In, in the yeah. Dune era, like, you know, where we are now, and they have, like, I think they have books, like, on, like, the background of the house of Harkonnen, the background of the house of Trades. they got, like, the background of some of the major houses, so there's all sorts of crazy stuff. Um, that they're doing in the prequels and everything. And there's so many Dune books. I think there's like in the twenties, I think mm. in the high teens or low toys. Cause I was like, I was looking up before we started doing the series, I wanted to look up like all the Dune books and what order to read them. in after the original Dune set, I was like, wow, there's so much Dune. I don't even, I mean, I, I guess I'll just follow this lead. Cause most everyone says to read the original Frank Herbert books first before doing anything yeah. else. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how uh, all the rest play out, but I mean, you got to admit, you know, it's it's some of the writing is dated, of course, because we're going back to the '60s. But for the '60s too, this is pretty. There's it's pretty robust and it has a different feel to it than a lot of other sci-fi at that time. So. Oh yeah, without um, a doubt, and it's like it's nowhere near as dry as Tolkien. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 Asimov too. Asimov is very dry, and there's hardly any like focus on characters. Like it was characters are sort of like like a, a second, if not a third thought of the book. It's like mm-hmm. the premise and the plot. So and sometimes like a, the premise has to do with technology or how we interact with the technology or a, a future event 
uh, that's sci- uh, science related. So, so yeah, yeah, I mean, like stuff. it's 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 very different. Like we we talked about in the first couple episodes on Dune, how his book was like his writing style was almost like screenplay esque, where it was mostly just like the dialogue and the inner dialogue and as little description as possible about what what's happening around the in the world. He's gotten more and more into description as it, the chapters went on, I guess, but it, it hasn't been overwhelming. Whereas like Tolkien and some other authors are just like they just write so much about like what the moss looks like on the tree next to the fountain where this thing is. It's just like, I don't, I don't care. I mean, it's great for yeah. people who want to make a movie. Cause then you've got like what the set's going to look like. And it's written all there in the text, but for just reading it, it's kind of like, Oh my God, stop it. I just want to know what happens. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, yeah, I, I, that's, you can tell that Frank Herbert had a lot of like thought into everything. I don't know if he had it all figured out, when he first started writing but he definitely like put a lot of things together pretty quickly and he he writes with a voice that's um sometimes a little stunted but that's very common for a lot of stuff during this time period but it's it's not as but he does come into points where it's very flowery language like you know like the one scene where like leto's looking at the um the sunrise uh, over like the the cliffs and the you know on the desert and stuff like that, very beautifully written, like very flowery language, you know. Yeah. And, and there's moments like that during this book, but a lot of times it's like you know, um, uh, it 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 kind of loses that, and then it just kind of gets into this a standard you know uh, exchange of thoughts or or deeds or or just you know a conversation. So, I mean, it but, does um, seem like Frank Herbert had to have a lot of it planned out. I don't know if he had like the all the books he was planning to write planned out before he started writing the first one, but it seemed like he definitely knew his end game like really early on because mm-hmm, in the mm-hmm. next couple of chapters, like Paul awakens and he's talking about these different paths and this thing will happen or this thing will happen. So it's like, and like, you know, like, like I was saying in the first couple of links, it seems like he's writing spoilers. He tells us immediately that after you, he's a traitor. He tells us immediately right. that uh, Duke Leto's going to die. And it's just mm-hmm. like there's like no surprise there. He's just just like here, this stuff's gonna happen, and like it, he just he just works his way to it finally happening. So it yeah, definitely right, seems right, right. like he's got like an it, like his he's got the end game like set, and he's, yeah. just, he's like working to this end game he already knows because every chapter starts off with like a saying from Muad'Dib or someone who knew right. him or knew his father. Yeah, you know some you know something's gonna happen because you know Muad'Dib's you know being quoted in the future. Yeah, so. exactly. So he's got like he's got some stuff like super locked out. I I'm I just I don't know enough about Frank Herbert in the saga to know like how far he really had planned out before he started, but it definitely seems like he had like a lot kinda ready to go for the first yeah. book anyway. All right. And if he was flying uh, by the seat of his pants, that's that's pretty impressive. Because I mean, he, I mean, like, because because uh, the the one thing I do know is he was just kind of writing this as little chapters in a in a zine, right? And then right. he later yeah, combined yeah. it into a book. Yeah, well, exactly. And you know, sometimes as a writer too, that might be great just to get yourself going. You know, like you got like an idea, like an inkling of story, but it's not totally put together yet. And you know, then you write in these like chunks and get them published and. You know, then might people get excited for it. So yeah, and you know, it might even be. Um, I mean, maybe in the book form, he added some of the stuff to make it make the foreshadowing more there. I guess I don't know. Like maybe he wrote some yeah. of those. I don't know what the original zines were like. I don't know if the original zines had those like quotes from the future written before the chapter started. Right, right. Or if right. that was an edition that came when the book went into regular print. You know what I mean? Yeah. Apparently, too, that um, 
the first trailer for the uh, Dune 2020 or 2021, whenever it comes out, is now complete and it's going to be ready to drop soon. So we probably will be seeing uh, the full trailer for Dune very soon. I mean, they even released a teaser, as far as I'm aware. They, they've, re- yeah, they haven't released a, tr- a uh, teaser, but they've had like you know screen or, or um, shots from the movie, like stills. Yeah, we've had stills but, for like I think since early this year. Yeah, yeah, but now we're gonna. It looks like it's. I'm just looking on Twitter and uh, Dune News. It says the first trailer for uh, I can't say the director's name, Dennis uh, Venus. I'm I'm sure I'm butchering that because I'm pretty sure he's French. Uh, Dune is now complete and ready to drop. So, oh, that's exciting! I, I can't wait to see it. I mean, I mean, the movie was supposed to launch later this year originally. I mean, I'm sure it's it's been stopped because it basically COVID. You know, they Ooh, they were yeah. in post production, and so and I he wonder if they're going to just do extra post production on it to make it as clean and awesome as possible, or if they're just like shelving it until it can make money in the movie theaters whenever that happens. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Oh, I just heard that Mulan. Uh, yeah, Mulan's moving Disney to movie. Disney Plus. Disney but, Plus. So they're just but you have release to pay an additional fee to watch it. Oh, do they? Do you? I didn't that, see that. That's what I saw. It's like it's like it's like I'm sure you're Disney right. Plus, sure but you got to right. pay like twenty bucks to watch it or whatever because it's like a that's new release stupid. or whatever. Because they, they what was yeah what was that other one they did with the uh, the magic thing with the trolls recently? It came out just before COVID. It was supposed to be released in theaters, and they just released it. It was the animated one. I watched it with the kids. It was pretty good. Oh, like the Trolls World Tour or whatever. It, it wasn't it wasn't trolls. It was something like the trolls. It just it was like about the dad, and they only resurrected he is dad died and he oh he use a yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember seeing the trailer i can't remember what it was called though yeah i saw it i mean it was a good movie but i mean but that's a pretty good idea if you're going to just release it from there i mean you're not making any more real money off it but i don't know weird hmm. weird that they're asking for more money yeah i i think they are asking for more money and i saw some people saying it's scarlet which not scarlet which um black widow gonna be on Disney Plus, and from what I understand, they're not going to do that. That would be great to see uh, Black Widow on Disney Plus. I like that. Well, I fun. think I think the reason they moved Mulan to Disney Plus is just because it's never going to make money in th- theaters because of COVID, but also because of all the like the political stuff with China and all that stuff. Now it's just oh like, really? I didn't even think about the China aspect of it. Yeah, it's like it's it's not going to make any money. Um, even hmm. if it did come to theaters because of like all the, the, the hubbub with China. So I think, hmm. I think this is like their, their only way they're going to try and make money on it. Cause I don't think the international release would do super well because of all the, like the stigma against China that's either warranted hmm. or unwarranted by people right, calling people. things the Chinese right. virus when it's incredibly <laughs> right, right, yeah, racist yeah, yeah. to do such stupid things. Right. Interesting. Very but interesting. yeah, I think, I think the geopolitical thing seen is like going to kill Mulan. <laughs> So I think that's why they're moving into Disney Plus, just to like right. get it out there and not worry about the theatrical release for it, and just hope it makes money. It looked from the cool. People who want to see I, it. I, you know, I I don't remember seeing it in the theaters. I might have seen it like on video. I can't remember. It's so long ago when I saw it. it was that was like a '90s movie? The so, original Mulan. Yeah, I, I've never seen the original Mulan, and I have not watched any of the the live action Disney remakes. I've never not felt Dumbo. the need. Never watched Dumbo. Never watched Dumbo. They I, they stray so far from the original cart, you know, the cartoon Dumbo. And I, there are some beautiful scenes in the Dumbo movie, and they totally just get rid of all of it. It's the worst. 
Oh, that's so probably. Yeah, I remember you saying that before that Dumbo was just really bad, but I haven't wanted to see any of them. I'm just like, yeah, I've saw the original. I don't want to see the live action version of the same movie. Yeah, I saw Aladdin. I've heard some of Aladdin them. They're too close okay. to the original to like. They're just so close. They're just like carbon copies, but then the, the original is still better, or they change too much stuff, then it's not as good anymore. So. Well, we're way off the topic of Dune. So, uh, Dune trailers. Bit. Maybe we'll talk about Dune trailer uh, if it comes out in between uh, for for next uh, our next couple chapters, uh, and we'll get just like we said, see the fate of Yui and uh, Duke Lido. So good stuff. Absolutely. All right. Well, guys, in case you want to get hold of us, if you want to correct us or tell us something that we might have missed in any of the chapters, please go to our. Uh, you can go to our Facebook page. Go to our Facebook forward slash groups forward slash Stintaholics. You can hit us up there. You can email us at Syntaholics at yahoo.com. You can tweet at us or private message us on Twitter at our Twitter handle is uh, Syntaholic Duo. And if this is a show you'd like to uh, support, please go to our Patreon, Patreon forward slash Syntaholics, and you can support us there. All right, guys, until next week, let that spice flow. See you later. Let it flow. Let it flow. <laughs> Don't you hold me back anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Since we're now the Disney Dune podcast. Disney Dune. Disney Dune. (laughs) What would that look like? (laughs) Pretty messed up. (laughs) See you guys next week. Was that a short one? New file is started. <laughs> Welcome to Sintha. Sintha. Oh, I messed that up. <laughs> uh, sorry, I've been bound and gagged and drugged. Oh, you you have now, huh? So, Yui. Oh, Yui. Kaylee looked at the cover art. She's like, is that guy getting fucked by the other guy? Yes, he is. Just not the way you think. <laughs> Aaron says, yes, he is. Just not the way you think. <laughs> I was like, no, he's being his dentist. He's using because his penis I'm to be a dentist. dentist. <laughs> All right. Like you do. <laughs> I like Dune. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ready? <laughs> yeah. Get serious. Mm, mm, mm. All right.